Are you a Mario? A Yoshi? Who, who's your go-to hmm. Mario Kart character? I'm trying to think. I like a... It says a lot about a person, Jared, so be careful with your answer. Oh, man. I like Mario, and I like Toad as well. Ooh, Toad's a good one. I mean, Mario's, of course, classic. Because I like the... Um, Toad's special one is the multiple, like, super fast things. I like that. That's fun. No, not that. That's the star. Oh, he, he has like right. each one has like their kind of special thing. And hit, no, am I right? Am I wrong? Or am I, am I wrong it's here? It's been a while okay. since, <laughs> since I've played these. I've never. I was never a big Nintendo head to begin with. I most only played other people's. I was a one of those Sega weirdos. I, I loved. A, I loved Sega. I, I had Genesis. a Genesis and a Dreamcast. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Dreamcast? Mm-hmm. Did you? Get, was that before or after the Genesis? Uh, that was after the the. Uh, the Genesis was one of those old school cartridge ones. Okay. And the Dreamcast one is what was one of the early disc video games. Right. Right. And so that had like Hydro Thunder. I remember that game. That game was okay. dope. It was like this boat racing game. Nice. Uh, and then probably still some form of Sonic the Hedgehog was involved on of it. Of course. If you're on the Sega. Classic. I mean, that's, <laughs> that is the caveat of having a Sega Genesis was Sonic. Yeah. In my I opinion. mean, yeah. That was, that was it was, yeah. Top one, game. one of the top games for sure. Mm-hmm. But, but to be fair, I think as far as games go, I don't know if I don't know if Sega could st- compete with with Nintendo. Like, um, uh, Sega, or excuse me, Sonic was a good game, but I feel like just the but and that's one good game. But I feel like on 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 Nintendo, you just had a higher concentration of good right. games. Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. All the Mario games, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the James Bond stuff. Yeah, although when I go back and try to play them now, yeah, I don't understand how those things trash. were good either. I mean, yeah, also we trash. we have like now that we have like the Call of Duties and stuff that we have now, it doesn't make any sense. But you got to shoot them like forty eight times. Do 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 do. Yeah, jump. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, they are terrible. And and I, I I actually I played one relatively recently, maybe within like the past five years or something. And after like five minutes, we shut that shit off. It's like yep. this is dumb. Yep. <laughs> Although Mario Kart, Turn, I put can on still Call of Duty. <laughs> right. Let me shoot you, shoot you in the head from uh forty eight feet away. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, let's get into this episode. You know I always got some goodies for us. Oh, I'm excited. I don't even know what I have, actually. There's Uh-oh. The goodies are oh, so good, you don't even remember. know what they are. I watched The Social Dilemma. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And your thoughts? It was... I, I, Didn't pre- surprise you? Yeah, it's just so predictable, you know? Right. I will say this, the dramatizations were certainly something. I was mm. not expecting that. Also... All, so, not all of them, but so many of these these tech dudes that were interviewed have such punchable faces. That's mm. a, it's a bad thing to say. You shouldn't say that. But uh, I just felt that way. I, and it's just like, it's so weird because they're telling us how the, like, I, 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 what I bothered me a little bit where it's like, like it kind of came off like they were like some sort of heroes that were like, oh, I had to get out of this because it was too bad and it was destroying, we're destroying society. Right. But it's like, this is coming from the guy that, that uh, invented a lot of Yeah, it, like or, the like button or whatever. Right. And it's like, you, and it's like, oh, I thought we were just doing good. I don't know if I buy that. But I can understand maybe there's a level of ignorance 
to the to to especially to the, when you first initially make sure. it. Sure, I can yeah. imagine the level of ignorance to like the uh, influence that you could have on society, but some of it did seem like a little like conveniently like ignorant. You know, like it, I, I I don't know if I fully believe the full just rosy eyed. We're doing good. We're make we're bringing people together. Like I understand that, that especially since Facebook started off as a site that was like uh not started off, but the guy that started facebook was famous for that hot or not site as well wait what you never saw the uh you never saw what was that social the social uh you never saw the jesse eisenberg yeah yeah no i didn't i didn't Uh, see it no um so anyway um it just seemed like do people not know that they're addicted to their phones like I, i like i am addicted to my phone but i'm also i like i know Mm -hmm. it's not like i don't know you know right well, I, I can tell you, uh, I try to use mine as little as possible, but with this uh, these two online classes this semester, it's definitely made it a little bit more difficult to... Mm. Uh, I'm not trying to make excuses, but... Uh, I mean, you know, it's not, <laughs> I don't think you have to make an excuse for not this, uh, Is this media, uh, phone, phone Addicts Anonymous podcast now? Is I'll, that? I'll say this. <laughs> uh, I'll say... <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I woke, uh, actually, you know, it's, I, I woke up... I, I've been, I, sometimes I have trouble sleeping. I woke up in the middle of the night the other day and uh, listened... Scrolling listen, through Twitter, I don't really you? scroll. I did, actually. That's a lie. But I listened to a full... <laughs> hour and a half podcast and then went back to bed nice uh that felt like some addict activity but i but i wasn't getting up specifically for the phone i don't think anyway right you were listening to an episode of the untranslatable podcast right <laughs> yeah i just like to make sure everything's tip top that's know? right um I, what, what were we talking what, what the hell are we talking about right now uh what were we oh talking? the social dilemma oh yep yep i so I, I, yeah, I just don't believe that they're as innocent as they try to make it seem like they okay. are. But, but I, I, you know, I thought it was interesting. You know what I really did kind of mess with me a little bit? What? Which I, I guess in theory I knew, but when they played it out in the dramatization was the dramatization of the, of the software deciding what to, um, like what to give, like what to give you. So it was like it's like. What do you mean? So it's like oh, uh, they clicked on. Uh, they're they're getting a message from uh, from blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Put up the little dot so they'll wait. So they'll oh, you know so they'll that, see that they're yeah, responding. That they're writing. It's like yeah. all right, they've been scrolling. They saw a picture of this. They saw a picture of this. Show them this. Give them an ad of this right, right now. So we and like all right, we got thirty six cents off of that. He he clicked on it or whatever. Right. And and it was like you know it was like. There was like these three dudes that were right. essentially representing the AI. Right. And how and it, the how algorithms. It yeah. Right. It is. And it is pretty crazy. That, all I that guess stuff. I. It makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But but when you see it like that, and it, and it's and they make it in a weird way. Also, the music was so dramatic. By well, the way, well, it's a movie, of course. <laughs> it was. It was like they they make it seem like the AI is about to jump out from behind me and right. didn't strangle me. Well, it was. <laughs> be careful with technology, Jared. Be careful. <laughs> it was. It was like it had like that wee woo wee woo wee woo like that sort of like I don't know. It was just so unnecessarily scary. Right. Did the um, movie make you feel good that you've deleted Facebook? Uh, no, because I still have Instagram. Mm. And okay. um, it made me feel better. Well, it made me feel better on, a, um, on an addiction level because that was definitely unnecessarily unnecessary uh, scrolling. I don't miss it one bit. So on that level, it's good. But No um, FOMO, Jared? But I guess that what I'm getting at is like I'm still in Facebook system, you know. They still right. have Facebook still has me. They have you, Jared. So They've in that gotcha. sense, in that sense, 
you know and now and now did you notice that um facebook messenger and and the instagram dms are one thing oh that's right yeah so uh it's just more it's just even when i saw that it was even more like yeah facebook still got me it's still going to become it'll become in the future face face to gram (laughs) be ready face to gram you heard it here first you're right insta book (laughs) face to gram i don't know face to gram is pretty good yeah i like that one face to gram yeah um so so yeah, it's it's crazy though. The movie does definitely have some uh, it, it was kind of scary, a little over the top tones. Yeah, like uh, for, uh, you know what I actually I liked and found and I, I you know me because I like to make stupid jokes about stuff. The family, the dramatized family, was so confusing to me because it wasn't. I get it; it doesn't really matter, you know. But I was just laughing because it was a black dad, but then everyone else was was no no. Then there was. I was I was like so I was I spent like the first bit of the movie trying to figure out how this dramatized family. I was like, so is this like a stepdad situation? Right. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It really doesn't play. Mom's matter new at boyfriend. All. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, there. Remember when they were at dinner and uh, the mom locked up all their phones, all the phones in the little in the, like lockable out. Tupperware thing, and yep. the daughter like broke the fo- the, yep. the Tupperware open. In my head, I'm like, all right, that's a little dramatic. Right. There's no way. I, I don't know, I though, dude. I cannot see that I happening in my house. I think some kids might freak out like that nowadays with phones. I can. I, now, I, I understand. I, I grew it. up at, at that age or whatever. I didn't really have a connection to my phone like that, even if I had one, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe it's a little different. But, like, I just couldn't imagine doing that in front of my parents. That's what I'm more getting at. Sure. There's How? no way that would go well. And, and then there was no way that... That would end with me getting my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, if I did right. that, they'd be like, "Well, now you're definitely not getting your right. phone." They, sure. they wouldn't just be like, "Oh, well, she got it," and she's gonna yeah. go leave the dinner yeah. table and walk away. Yeah, no, mine would like, be. That's give, not how that works. Right. <laughs> give me my phone back, and it's, it's yeah. time to get grounded. Or, <laughs> or I was like, whatever. "That's a serious parental issue here." Right. Right. Oh man, how old were you when you got your first phone? I was in uh, 7th grade. And then the reason specifically for that is because it's when I moved to Germany and I started taking public transportation. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Sure. And it was just obviously it wasn't this it was just like a like a, a it was a Siemens, but it was like like it was just like a just a standard sort of cheap little brick phone. Yeah. Back in the day, it, yeah. I guess it is cheap, but it, I mean that's the job done. It, it it had the durability of like one of those old school Nokia phones. Right. Yeah, you could drop it like ten so I was stories like, I guess it down. is cheap, but it also it was gets the job done. Way more durable than any phone I've had since yep. then. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Well, I don't think they make them nowadays to be durable. They make no. them be sleek and yeah. look cool and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, glass. Know? All right? glass. Touch screen. Touch everything. I've seen so many yeah. people on Instagram um, like posting getting their new iPhones or their new mm. PlayStations. And sometimes I, I wonder, I'm like, who are these people right. that just buy technology like that as soon as it comes out? And especially right. since these are probably the people that also have like the latest iPhone uh, 12 Pro or what, what is yeah, the last one? 11 so. Pro or 12. whatever. No, but I'm now. saying oh. the people like showing, oh, I got the 12 Pro are the ones that probably are like taking a picture of the 12 Pro with their 11 Pro or whatever. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't, I don't, I really don't understand that that style of consumerism. I, I, I don't right. get it. Yeah. I mean, I upgraded my, my phone from 
I had a f- iPhone six, right? <laughs> you know, so it had been a while. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I, this is a eight plus, and the one I had before this was a six. W- before that was a six, and the reason I got this, literally, my mom texted me. She's like, "I gotta buy one, get one free deal. Do you want an iPhone 8? And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll take it." <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna pull my leg, if I have to, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's like don't but, tempt me with a good time. So yeah, all right. I was I was 16 when I got my first phone, because um, um, I started driving. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Um, and I, I feel like if I hadn't moved to um, to Germany, it probably would have been a little later. Right. Like I don't think I don't think my parents were thinking about it before that, mm. like in the U.S. Right. Like that that was coming up, and they're like, all right, well, I guess if he's taking a train by himself, you know, at at thirteen, maybe it would be nice of <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. To get to be able to get <laughs> yeah. a hold of him. Yeah, right. I would say so. Yeah, I would say so for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, the movie was fine though. I, I honestly, I, I did, I'm not going to lie. I rolled my eyes at it a lot. I was just like, I, and I'm like, I get it. I get top. it. Right. I get it. We're all addicted. And, and I'm like, all right, I, I don't believe that you're so innocent. I I just thought we were doing this for the greater good. Right. I didn't realize what, what terrible things could happen. And it's like, I mean, I get that you didn't realize what this could become, but I also, but as since you're a company and i know how specifically and you specifically have departments like set up on on how to like retain and get people and all that stuff i don't know if i'm going to fully believe that you're just completely innocent and dumbfounded right. and, and like blindsided by the fact that this was just some sort well, of you want to make money you want to grow your company it, right yeah oh okay there's one more thing that i did find a little interesting mm-hmm. was the idea of being able to like dial up the the chaos around a specific topic if you wanted to mm. or it's like it's very easy to get people to get worked up about something because essentially uh, i mean the algorithms but you know it could be a person it could be could can like decide what uh like what to put in front of people so like what's right. trending you know mm-hmm. there's could be right now there's on the top little, you know, six or seven area, there's things that are trending, but there could be like 40 other things that could be in that place right this second, you know? And it's like, how are we deciding which one are we going to mm-hmm. get put to this specific person to get them specifically to be more uh, like engaged and to be more likely to like... And who chose it? And the best way to get that engagement is by argue like, you know, promoting these arguments and stuff. So it's right. like, that's the idea of being able to like decide and like turn up like, Oh, let's, let's like get people a little more. And this is, and it's so weird. Cause the way we're talking about this, like it's people, but it is like the program, like the software that obviously someone programmed, mm-hmm. but then it's just like doing its kind of own thing. And, and you know, right. So it's fascinating stuff though. Isn't the it? idea that, that a, like a, a program is, is essentially deciding, how to like keep me involved is is it, yeah I mean I I can see how weird. that's disturbing a little bit yeah and and I don't and the thing is me making a con- con- conceited effort to reduce my screen time from like six hours a day to now like three to four hours a day I don't I feel like doesn't really make a difference in the grand scheme of these these companies uh, collecting all their information on me mm-hmm. and, and really capturing me right they got you yeah. They so, got all of us. Well, dread. that's see. That's another thing that bothered me. 
I kept I kept being like, I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just be like, all right, what's the solution? There, there is no solution there or is anything. None. There is no, there, they, they, like, it's like, all right, so you're into this world and you know how to program something that is that is addicting and and to 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 the masses. So you've never pontificated on. On, on uh, granted, you know, obviously they didn't produce pontificated. Like you never pontificated on. By the way, I have a word of the day Ooh. widget on my phone. <laughs> I don't know if pontificate is the word of the day. That's a good word. Uh, today, the word of the day is infinitesimal. Infinitesimal. Was that like small? Mean yeah, extremely school? small. So it's oh. like you never, you've never like pontificated on, on, on what the solution could be for this. It's like. I, I find that ridiculous that... Well, no, it's easier to just say, I, it was bad, so I stopped doing it. I, yeah, I get it. But I, I just wish that... That's why I was like... Well, that's why I felt even less sorry for them. Because it's like, it's not like you're doing anything about it. Are you? I don't know. But right. they didn't, at least if they did, they didn't present it like they were just like, I got out of it. Uh, you know, it's like, I took my... Yeah, I still have stock options in, in, in these companies just to feed my family on a modest couple million a month. But, uh, right. you know, I was just saying, all right, your problems to me are so infinitesimal. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy movie, though, and it's definitely made me think a little bit differently about social media. But I agree with you. There aren't really any steadfast solutions. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I, I wish, and I guess it's more on the producers, but I just wish that they would at least, like, if, if like they would think to ask that question. Right. Well, Although I, I could totally imagine them asking that question and these f- freaking guys being like, I don't know, it's too late. Or we just aren't. We just like aren't that. there yet. And I just roll my eyes and be like, All right, right. thanks, dude. Right. I, I you just told me that it's addicting. I already know that, and now you're just telling me there's nothing we can do. That's right. Nothing we can do, Jared. But you know what? Uh, what we uh, do? You can, ever? Can I? Sorry. Can I ask you one more thing? Yeah. Do you ever think there's going to be a point? When um, there's gonna be like a a mass sort of like a exodus away from quote unquote technology, maybe on a maybe. La- on a larger scale, people giving up their smartphones in favor of like just a, a dumb phone like a Nokia, whatever that brick was, the famous brick from back in the day. Uh, you know, people just ma- on on mass deleting Twitter or Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. And maybe, being, probably not. I think may- maybe I don't know. I think it would take a very special kind of person to do that. Oh, I I could imagine something like that happening if there was some sort of mass. Uh, it doesn't seem that sh- that unbelievable to me. Now that doesn't mean some new social media wouldn't come right after. But I'm saying, if there's some sort of like mass um, hacking or something, or like exposing of data mm. and information, and like all of a sudden everyone's DMs are just on a website, and you can just type in someone's oh, name and pull bad. up their DMs or something, and it's just we like get on some a, spicy ones at the Untranslatable <laughs> Podcast, that's for sure. I, I like if just on mass you could do something like that um, or, or something, right. then I could. Then and there's already there's it's already been proven that uh, these social media sites are very hackable. Right. So, um, if I could imagine something like that, that's happening. interesting to think about. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think I don't know if that would that might not be a bad thing. I'm not sure. But the thing is, to take a break from social media for something a while. would would be right there to follow up. You know. Right. That's true. But there's always another one coming up. That's for sure. Yeah. Exactly. That is for sure. Well, should we uh, get started on some untranslatables? Oh yeah. Oh, coming in hot today. Untranslatables are idioms, proverbs, axioms, phrases, 
words that don't translate on a one-to-one basis into English. Um, and we are your certified untranslatable professionals here to uh, figure these out for you. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, you want to get, get us started today, Jared? Sure, dude. I, I, uh, yeah, my first one is French. And it's uh, changer son fusil d'épaule. Which means? To uh, change the shoulder you lean your gun on. That's to change your job, my man. Change professions. Uh, no, but oh, I like the confidence. Oh, damn. damn, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. Uh, no. To try something new. Uh, kind of, but not, not you're really. warmer? No? You're getting okay. warmer, but that's not really what it is. Okay. Um, but you're on the right track. I'll say this. Now, this... There was a uh, election recently here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Kind of. St- Wait, there was really. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if social media was able to inform you. No, no. <laughs> or, or phone calls, or text messages, Dude, or commercials those, on TV. Those text messages stopped. They were immediately. Brutal. It was it, by the end. It was real bad. I should have. I should have. Every time they should have said that, I was like, and that's one more vote for Trump, <laughs> and that's what you know, because it was all coming from the Biden side. To but be I, honest, on my phone, yeah, for me too. But I, I wonder, it's because of social media, but I bro. Would, yeah, uh, see, I, I imagine they must somehow right. like n- either know or I, it's like there must right. be that that we're leaning that way somehow or something. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really interact with a lot of Trump people to know uh, what right. they're who they're, what text they were getting. Right. Um, I mean, granted, I voted for Joe Jorgensen. Of course, <laughs> you're, you, Joe Jorgensen has enough budget to send like twenty texts. Right. <laughs> right. For the whole nation, just twenty. Actually, I voted for Kanye. Uh, she was got, just using her own iPhone, just right. like going as fast as she right. could. <laughs> oh, copy paste, man! I think yeah. she, she's a smart enough lady. She knows copy paste. She, copy Maybe paste, she's at least smart paste. enough to have a Mac. And Maybe. then she could at least do it on a computer. Oh, that's you know? true. Um, so anyway, we just had an election. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, this is, by the way, to change uh, the shoulder you lean your gun on. I don't know if you just, oh, just to have remind a, you. Have a, have a um, vote for another side. Yes, there vote you for go. Another to side. change your opinion, your method or strategy oh, okay. on something. Okay. Change the shoulder you lean your gun on. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Well, Jared, this uh, untranslatable is a Taiwanese uh, Mandarin or Taiwan. Yeah, I don't know what the correct terminology is for, but uh, they'd say this in Taiwan. Uh, and it is um, Dashan. Dashan. I think that's how they say it. Dashan? Um, nope. <laughs> Dashan. And that means to flirt. Uh, oh, I can't tell you what it means. Let me describe it. Um, <laughs> I think you just did. Uh, well, uh, not completely. Okay. Not completely. Um, oh, I wonder. I wonder what these. Uh, that's the only bad thing. I just realized this example does not have a literal translation for. It. Let me let me pull up a quick uh, literal translation for you, and we'll see what we'll see what comes up in one way or another. We'll figure we'll figure it out. All right. Let me see here. So, but should I just wait here as you do? You this? Can I give you another one or something? Nope. Nope. I got it right me? here. Okay. One second here. Hold on, everyone. Hold on. Be patient, everybody. Patience is a virtue, as they say. Yes. We're here to teach childhood lessons to the world. Why is it? Okay, this is really dumb. You Why? really won't let me just do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. But I'm not going to I'm not going to be focused because I'm... So, okay. So, okay. <laughs> Jared, just put some mic down. Well, Jared, if you could actually... Um, if you could actually do like the uh, native, uh, uh, native. Oh, I right. wish I had the Jeopardy, uh, the Jeopardy. All music. right, well, well, Jared, I'm gonna count this one as an L on my part. I can't pull it up; it's not working. Doesn't. Oh, well, I'm dumb. Okay. 
Oh, this is this has been a an uh, interesting day, Jared. Interesting day. All right, here we go. All right, but we want it in English. All right. So that's how you say it, but Oh, strike up a conversation. Is I guess the literal translation okay. for you. But that's not what this means in Taiwan. Dashan means to strike up a conversation. Now, I gave you a clue. I was say, no, I'm supposed to guess because you just told me what it means. Uh, well, kind of. That's only a piece of the puzzle. To flirt. <laughs> but to flirt with danger. Let me let me just say this. If this happens at work, it's it's um going to be pretty weird at work. To sexually harass someone? No 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 no. It's not that far. <laughs> okay. Not that far. No. Um <clears throat> it's like uh it's like let me let me try to paint you a picture here, Jared. Let me try okay. to paint you a picture, okay? You got you and got, it's the literal is to strike up a conversation. Yes. Okay. Yes, to strike up a conversation. So maybe that'll help you. So say uh um say Gerald and uh, and Shannon are at the uh, at the water cooler, you mm-hmm. know, getting their little water <laughs> break, right? And uh and uh Jerry says uh says you know uh, oh shoot, what was in Shannon. Thank you. Jerry says Sh- to Shannon, "Hey Shannon. Yes. Did it hurt?" What did what hurt? Fallen from heaven? Ah, gag, 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 gag. So would you would you say mm. is that a smooth way of flirt? <laughs> no. So clunkily flirting at someone. Yep. Or is it like coming on too strong? Maybe. No. It's just it's bad fl- flirting. Yeah. Basically to flirt, but in a mocking or slightly awkward manner. Mm, okay. It's so okay. like a cheesy pickup line. I would say it's kind of <laughs> awkward. Yeah, just like awkward flirting, which I feel like can definitely be. Uh, sadly present at the workplace occasionally. Mm. Um, I got you. I got you. Yep. You know, I just realized we really need to make a habit of introducing this podcast in some form or measure. Oh, that's true. (laughs) We just get into it, don't we? I mean, it's too late now, but uh, this is the Untranslatable Podcast, if you didn't notice what you've been listening to for the past 20 minutes. Um, My first Untranslatable is is Polish, and um, now I see... Maybe I should actually, I could just say it. It's not even, but it's like, I'm doing no one any favors if I just say this Polish one, because Polish is really, it's really rough. Mm. So here we go. Here we go. Let's say this, guys. <laughs> Ucho is probably ear, isn't it? Yes, it is. Very good. It's similar in Czech. Okay. That's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know how to say elephant in Czech? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Did an elephant stomp on your ear? Is that like, uh, are you listening to me? No. Did an elephant stomp on your ear? That no. you okay. could you could you could say it like that. Okay. That but that's not what it means. Can you hear me? No. So, uh, so it's not related to hearing. It is related to hearing. Okay, but it's what are you list? What are you hearing? Is more specifically, it's it's a specific like your specific. It's yeah, it is related to hearing though. Are you? Hmm. So let's say. Um, Give me a clue. What if let's say if I just told you, mm, uh, dude, uh, we all know this. Uh oh. Takashi Six Nine is one of the greatest vocal talents. Oh, are you crazy? Or you have no you have bad music taste. Yeah. There you you have bad music taste. Okay. Are you tone deaf? Or it's like oh, the music yeah, yeah like okay. the music you're playing sucks essentially. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. 
All right. Uh, my next one is also uh, Taiwanese, um, and it is Jicha, um, uh, which, mean, which means uh, lo- <laughs> locomotive. For some reason, I get great enjoyment out of doing like the opposite. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> All the opposite tone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this one, uh, it means locomotive. Locomotive. Yeah, like a train. Yeah. So train. is it like someone that just has like a strong person- a personality? This person's like oh, a locomotive in the boardroom. Okay, and would you like to work with that person, or or, or would I don't you think not? you would like to work with that person, but I bet you that person gets shit done. Okay, you know what I mean. Well, That's the, I, sort of the, I would say this one or he just railroads positive. So it's like someone that like just speaks over someone constantly, and it's just like they're a locomotive, and like during a conversation almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's. Basically, this is an expression to refer to someone who's hard to get along with or a pain in the butt, as we would say. Mm. Uh, and and people say it's due to the fact that uh, a locomotive train is long, seemingly never ending, and releases steam. Okay. <laughs> so take that as you will. So so that would be like a, a pain in the butt. There is the untranslatable owl. Yeah. All right. A minute or two late. But I yeah. have one more for you. It's, Good. It's Let's Polish. Pol- Polish. Polska. Yeah. Uh, let me try first, and then I'll mm-hmm. g- I'll give you the okay. real person. This is, is okay. that doesn't sound like a computer, full computer. Right? Uh, I, I disagree. With it you sounds with like less of a computer than what was the one I had last week. I don't remember what that was. Language it Estonian was. or something? I don't remember. Maybe something. I don't remember. Um, anyway, on on ma visa vi kijeni. On ma visa kijeni. Okay, that's not too bad. Visa, not visa. So uh, on my he, So he has he has something Very good. something. He has a snake in his pocket. Got a snake in my cowboy boot. He's got a snake in his snake pocket. Snake in his pocket. And he's not afraid to use it. Is that yeah. uh does that have a trick up your sleeve? Oh by the way, what no. Mm. My um what I just said is mm. by not no related. means helpful. I just realized. Okay. I just <laughs> snake a snake in this pocket. Let's uh, yeah. So do you, if you have any clues, I can give you a, like a give like me a, a clue. Okay. Give me a clue. So um, let's say you and I are are um, you know we're uh, snaking it up. Hmm, I'm I'm trying to think of a um, okay. So it's like um let's uh, let's uh, let's say I'm like hey let's go to um let's go to J Alexander it's a nice restaurant they have they have a nice menu we can we can get ourselves a nice a nice uh, a nice uh, executive lunch you mm-hmm. know like men like adults right and you're like oh you know I, I I really like Five Guys though it's cheap it's right around the corner and I do like burgers Jared and I do like burgers and you know I know Jay Alexander has a burger but the Five Guys burger is like way better $10 less and way better for sure and I'm like of course Chad you always uh, have, have a, snake. a snake in your pocket so it's you always have to argue about something disagree about no, something no 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 you say, always have to go with a cheaper option yeah you're a cheapskate essentially ah cheap snake <laughs> okay Okay, cheapskate. All right. Yeah, because I like it's, that. you know, you're afraid to put your hand in your pocket because the snake's going to get you. Well, that's right, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's one good way to guard your finances. Yeah. Keep that snake in your pocket. Listen, I would love to go there, but this snake is really preventing right. me from getting to my money. So. I prefer to keep a puma by my piggy bank. That's what I do. <laughs> this um, guy's got a puma by his piggy that's bank. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, my last one for you is Taiwanese, and it is um, Bei Ho Ling, and it means, go ahead, pronounce it the wrong way. I probably did too. Beholding. Uh, actually, well, 
actually, I think you did say the first, maybe the first two words correctly. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, this is, I guess, like a um, a horror movie shutter, which is like a character in a horror movie from a Thai horror movie that lingers behind your back. Mm. Is that is that mean someone's like someone's just got like bad luck following them around all day? Um, no, the, mm. I think this would refer to a so person who is the spirit lingering behind your back. So, for example, Jared, say you and I went on a trip, and I was that spirit lingering behind your back. You know, you were like, I'm going to go do this. Uh, I follow you. I'm going to go oh, do this. Oh, oh, oh. You just that. like, a, you just hover. Someone that does, uh, what, I don't, is yeah? there some sort okay. of untranslatable How, how would we call, that? yeah, how would we call a person like mm. that, especially in a relationship? Wait, so he's really, or she's really... Oh, clingy. There we go. Clingy. Yeah. What was the literal again? Uh, uh, it says right here, spirit that lingers behind your back. Oh, I see. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense now. Yep. Okay. Spirit that lingers behind your back. I see. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, I'm just being followed by a ghost or something. Yep. Yeah. Clingy. clingy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely not what you want in a lot of workplaces, Jared. <laughs> you don't want to be that clingy coworker that's or always... Boss. Sometimes that's you true. get a like the micromanager who that's bad. Yeah. In different cultures too, that could be perceived in different ways. Yeah, like know. for example, this. So when I thought about this, well, not when I thought about the topic, because I think you did. It doesn't matter who did. But anyway, when you were thinking about the topic, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I thought about American Factory, and oh, that yeah. was a perfect yeah. example of. Not a perfect, I don't know if it was perfect, but that was a great example of how American and Chinese cultures don't, uh, were clashing in the mm-hmm. workplace. Right. And how they, um, the, they differ greatly. The Chinese, the Chinese, most of the Chinese employees were in a, um, were in like a, a position of authority over the American people because mm-hmm. it was a Chinese company that they were opening a plant in the right. United States. And so the idea that, um, that, that uh, the American employees wanted a bunch of breaks or wanted like a, a long a hour long lunch break. Lazy. Yeah, and and the fact that you couldn't just tell them no and right. they and they because were of, yeah, right. And they didn't have a union though, did they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were because they voted against yeah. the union eventually. Yeah, and they were hiring hiring like companies that were you know anti union to like yeah, yeah convince them that unions were bad. Right. And then also, um, they were like they were <laughs> the Chinese people made quote unquote jokes about. Um, there was there, Americans oh no, lazy. remember that one American guy that was was like the Chinese translator, uh-huh. and he made a joke about um, only if we could just uh, like hit him, and he's like, right. "Can you?" And they're right. like, and, the, and he's like, uh, "No, I don't think you can do that." Yeah, definitely <laughs> can't do that for sure. But uh, but just yeah, but yeah, I, um, that was a that was a very good insight into um, it was honestly it was in, good insight into um, the Chinese working culture, but it was also a great insight into the American one because I right. think it's, you know, as someone that obviously lives the American one, it is kind of hard to even see your own system. It's, right. just, it's just what is the norm to you. Right. Which which brings me to that I want to talk about with you, Jared, uh, and this is according to the biz- from Business Insider, 11 American work habits uh, other countries avoid at all costs. Mm. So let's talk about some of these. Uh, Talking politics? Uh, well, uh, yeah, you can predict a couple. Hold up, though. So uh, the way Americans work has people in other countries scratching their heads, just mm. to give us... So, so you think maybe uh, politics? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I, I uh, Let's go through the list. Um, so politics might be one of them. Do you have any other predictions? I would say um, something that like people from outside of America would find baffling mm-hmm. that we do. Yeah. I would say um, maybe... 
our lunch, how we handle lunch somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of your uh, other countries, not even European, a lot of other countries mm-hmm. in general take the lunch hour a lot more seriously uh-huh. in the sense where it's like everyone takes it at the same time. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people eat together. Yep. Um, I feel like that's less common in the United States, at least in my experience. And I have, you know, I've been in co- normal corporate America for the past five or six or seven years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say um, vacation, obviously how we handle vacation mm-hmm. is atrocious yep. here. Yeah. Um, there's 17, did you say? 11. Oh, still, let's, let's go through them. Right. You, you, you got a couple of them. I, I'll tell you. The first one on the list, and I don't know if these are in any particular Oh, and I would order. also imagine like a work-life mm-hmm. balance. So like, yep. when we, like when our day begins and ends, probably. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Jared, because the first, uh, the first point they make here is Americans work crazy long hours. Yeah. Uh, and they say here, perhaps the most notorious habit of American workers is their tendency to work long hours. Uh, a Gallup report from 2014 estimated that the average full-time worker in the U.S. works 47 hours per week. I can tell you, Jared, right now I'm probably working at least 50, maybe 60 hours a week, um, just with all the all the work I have with uh, my teaching and with my other jobs. Yeah, um, let me think. I'd say, realistically, I would I start around nine, let's say, mm-hmm. on average, and I probably stop around five, probably. Mm-hmm. What's that? That's uh, and I don't really. I usually don't take like a lunch I, and if you i do eat, so, right sometimes i'll eat while i work or something which leads me to another point oh, here jared which eating is while we work eating while we work or eating at our desk that's very common and in, in not not like not even now that we're in a pandemic but even in corporate america that was right super normal for people yep. to, to sit at their desk and eat yep i mean i sat at my desk in grad school and ate usually oh i like it too because i'm a i'm a aussie as they say in german mm-hmm. And so I, I like sticking to myself and being I able to have I don't my know headphones. If, I don't know if you should proudly give yourself a, the title of Ozzy. Isn't that antisocial? Yeah, but okay. I think it has other... Yeah, no, it's more like a rebellious like a weirdo. Kind of, yeah, I know, and, yeah. I, know, I, know, I know. Maybe you are Ozzy, Jared. It was a con- it, the Ozzy was a, like, a super common insult um, when, I was, in, Back in when I was a kid, yeah. Right. But yeah, eating at your desk is another thing that I think a lot of other cultures don't do. Like... Uh, at in in Jinan, uh, most of the teachers and students they just go to the cafeteria. And yeah, well, and same in a lot of European because yep. a lot of European countries do that too. Yeah, and they have like an hour that is the lunch hour. Mm-hmm. Like we we at the we don't have that at all. We actually just have that now that we've been working from home within the past couple of months or so. They did that because you know people's schedules have been so packed that our company responded, which is great, I think, and actually put in everyone's calendar, like, blah, 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 you know, our lunch hour or whatever, and, and right. you can't schedule meetings then. Right. And, um, but I, I imagine in other countries, that is more of a given. It's less mm-hmm. needed to put that to, to put that in the calendar to specifically say, don't put meetings here. I right. feel like that is maybe more given because that's the culture where it's like, this is when we all eat lunch when we're there. Right. And and I think a lot of places, they go and eat lunch together yes. as a group more, and we mm-hmm. don't do that as much. Obviously, now with the pandemic, it's a little different, but still. I think psychologically, there is something to getting away. Because actually, I got to a point where I still did eat alone. And I don't eat every day also. I didn't eat lunch every day. But I, I, I got to a point, and this is when obviously when we we're at the office, where I, I did like to try to make a point to get away from my desk. So I would right. still sit alone usually um, if I could, because sometimes I, I prefer that. But um, I would actually go to the cafeteria, um, mm-hmm. just because I'm like I, I'm just because there are a, win- a lot of windows. I could sit right. next to a window, and I'm like I'm sitting at this desk all day. Let me just get a change of scenery. Right. 
But um, yeah, so that's a good one. Let Keep me up. let me give you another one here. Okay. And I am guilty of this one 100%. Uh, sending emails after work hours. Yeah. Especially sure. for my university. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually work from 8, sometimes even 7.30 to 3 to 5, somewhere around there, depending on the day. Some of the... Sometimes I get emails at weird hours where, mm-hmm. where you're just like, what are you doing? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Like I've gotten them at like nine o'clock on a Saturday. Right. And it's like, why is why, why is you right. why are you sending emails at this time? Well, it makes one, no sense. I got one at 8, at, at 8 p.m. last night and I'm like, it's 8 p.m. on Friday. Like, I yeah. don't, you know, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm done. You know, I th- but see, I something about that American culture. I think there, it really is a virtue to either work either work all day and work these crazy long hours or pretend that you do. Yep. I think that is seen as like a, I, I, it's weird because I feel like we can admit that it's not healthy to just be obsessed with work. But yeah. like, for example, it's not. people call themselves workaholics all the time here. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if people are calling themselves workaholics that much in other countries. Probably not. Probably I, I not. feel like I that, that is something, I don't know the answer, but I, I do yeah. know that here, the idea of workaholism is sort of like, it's like, it, it's like a, Surprise! I work hard, right. and I, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm a hard worker. It's like a positive thing, right. even though it is like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm a workaholic. I just can't help myself, you know. Right. It's like you can. Yeah. But there, the, there's something about giving off this vibe that you, you work all the time. Exactly. Which kind of leads into the last point I think we'll uh, talk about in terms of American work mentality and habits. Um, Americans hardly ever go on vacation. Yes, I actually That's have something about one. that. Oh, interesting. Let's hear it. So um, I have some, some facts some myself. Stats. Yeah. So American workers take an average of just uh, over 17 days of vacation. And this, is, this was in 2017. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on average, it's probably st- not moving that much. And that was actually the highest in seven years, speaking of not moving that much. Okay. And uh, the U.S. is the only advanced, quote unquote, economy that doesn't guarantee workers any uh, paid vacation. So like, uh, there's it's no- sad, isn't it? There's no government mandated uh, right, vacation time that time. you have to give. Right now, a lot of co- a lot of big companies do because it's obviously a competitive advantage, mm-hmm. and it's and it is sort of now at this point a norm. But the co- the government's not making you do it. A lot of other countries, there it's done because the government mandates it. A quarter of the country's uh, private sector workers don't receive any time at all. A quarter. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, so um, where where do you think are maybe if if you're if you're Choosing, we're talking about um, you know mainly these as as they put it, and this is from a statista, mm-hmm. uh, mainly these advanced economy countries. Um, where would you be thinking would be the best places for purely vacation reasons? If like based off of how much days you get of annual leave, Germany, according to the government, and then also public holidays as well. Deutschland, Germany. Yeah, uh, Germany is. Four on this list. Okay. They have uh, 20 annual mandated uh, leave vacation days or okay. leave days, as they say. Is one of the ones in the top a, a Middle Eastern country? Uh, no. And then okay. um, 13 public holidays as well in Germany. So okay. that adds up to, what did I just say? That this adds up to 33, 33 days, uh, okay. days of paid vacation that you'll get. Sweden? And these are pa- this is paid vacation, by the right. way. Sweden? Uh, no, actually. Denmark? No, no. I'm. I was thinking one of those Scandinavian. That countries. makes sense. Uh, I'll. I'll give you some. Some of the other ones. Okay. Uh, the UK is number one. 
Really? 28 days of annual leave. Um, oh, this is paid, nice. by the way. Statutory minimum paid leave is what this is. Okay. And then public holidays, they have nine. So that adds up, adds up to 37 uh, days of paid vacation a year. Okay. Which is over a month. That's pretty nice. France. I feel like you should have guessed France. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. <laughs> they also uh, work some of the lowest amount of hours, I guess. Yeah. And the funny, I love how I'm like laughing, making fun of them for it, where it's mm. like, I just admitted that we're workaholics and it's right. not healthy. And right. these people take take their vacation. I think you're just a little jealous, Jared. That's all. I think I'm also envious. I'm I think envious. I'm also indoctrinated by that's America. Fair. I think I have, so. I, I, be, I, I definitely believe some of that, um, you know, sort of, pretend workaholism a little mm. bit uh, okay. so france has 25 paid uh days of annual leave and then 11 public holidays adds up to 36 days spain 22 uh, and then 14 public holidays so that's 36 as well chile did you, uh, is another one uh-huh. that's right below germany at 30 days combined south korea has 30 days combined the same days uh as uh chile for both australia i feel like you should have thought of australia australia Probably Australia might. actually has um, they're they're below Chile and South Korea, but they have twenty days of they have five more days of annual paid leave than Chile and South Korea, but then they have um, a few less um, public holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, Japan, Israel, Canada, Mexico, and then the U.S. is is uh, I'm sure there's some in between there, but they put obviously they put the U.S. because people would want to know. And that one we only have ten paid public holidays off. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. That's it. <laughs> well, Jared, I think we know other countries we might need to look for jobs at, eh? So, um, yeah. So, uh, is there? I wonder if there's anything we can do about it. You know, I'm not sure. Um, do you, uh, what? Do you, so, I think the the lunch thing is really interesting to me too, because why is it that we have no respect for? Uh, is it more just workahol? Is it all just? I can't all go back to workaholism. I mean, it's, can it's, it? it's also our dining culture. I don't think a lot mm. of Americans, your your average American, really has like appreciates dining culture. I think whatever that means. Are the average know. American, I would, I I agree with you. I I think I think in general we don't have the level of respect for food. Mm-hmm. As other people do, and I think it kind of also res- represents a little bit of that uh, collectivism versus individualism mentality, right? Where it's like, where it's like, it's, it's not even that like we're a family or something like that, but it's like we're all here together, and we all, it, it ha- I don't know, I, don't, I just don't think we take food as seriously. Right. As other countries agree. do, and, and I don't think we we take the ritual of eating food as serious as seriously as other right. countries. We just do. try to do it quick, make it quick, cheap, easy. What about the idea of uh, of like siestas? I love it. I mean, when I when I was in China, you remember we've talked about it on, on the oh, pod. You'd see people randomly sleeping. See people napping all over the place in China. It was hilarious. Do siestas exist in corporate in, not corporate America and corporate? Spain, though, corporate uh, Italy. I'm not, I'm not sure, but it's interesting you mentioned that, Jared, because in Japan, they actually have a practice. Let me pull it up here. They have a I practice. would love a nap time, bro. Well, see, so here. So in Japan, they have a practice called um, inemuri, or sleeping on duty. Uh, and it's most prevalent uh, among senior employees. In Japan, napping in the office is not only common, but can be seen as a sign of employee diligence. Uh, the biggest <laughs> rule of Inimuri is to respect other people's boundaries while you sleep. 
It would be considered disruptive if you stretched out under the table in the office conference room or took up several spaces on the train. So you have to at least have an office is what they're saying. You can't be a cubicle worker. Well, you could be a cubicle and just be... But they said, know, it, but they said it's sort of a good sign for like high up people. I wonder if that's like, um, I wonder if it's a good sign for like an executive because it's like my job is like making, making you know high level decisions, mm-hmm. and there's something to having this you know this person having a very clear mind, mm-hmm. and you know, and if like if you need to sleep, sleep because we need you to have as clear a mind as possible exactly. making these decisions. There's no benefit to us as a whole. If our boss is like exhausted, because right. that only leads to, right. I think that goes for all the employees. To be honest, you know, yeah. But See, uh, that's well. I was gonna say that seems like something that could easily be uh, abused, but I would right. never. There's no way I would ever sleep in, in the office. I don't know if I want to sleep around strangers. First of all, right. I don't know the people. Pe- I've seen plenty of people in China do it. You know, just fall asleep out out on That's like true. a park That's bench. That's public too, right? So, well, well, I, 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 do you, do you know any people that have um, unlimited vacation? N- not unlimited. No, I have a few friends uh, that have unlimited vacation. Oh, like Don, right? Doesn't yeah. Have? How and, does that even work? It feels like a scam to me, to be honest with right. you. It like, honestly how, feels how like a scam. How does that even work? Well, yeah. the, it works just means that there's there's no... It's not... Un, un, I so mean, does that mean you can take two months off if you feel like it? I mean, I guess. But I think the... Uh, <laughs> I guess. Pull that unlimited vacation card, man. <laughs> but I think it's more just like there's no... Like we're not, we're not counting your days is essentially what they're saying. Hmm. But it, it feels like a trap to me in the sense where it it's is, like, yeah. for as well, I knew, we don't take enough vacation time here anyways. So if people don't take it, and remember when we were in Czech Republic and mm-hmm. Don was like answering work emails, yep. where it's like I, I feel like you and I were just chilling. There's still a there's still an expectation of some level of connectedness sometimes, especially mm-hmm. since sometimes you know that unlimited vacation sounds really nice, and I feel like. It's something that is attributed with maybe more like a progressive workplace, you know, obviously. And and sort of the idea of it is like where, you know, we we, we respect our workers more. But I feel like it, 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 it one, it, um, as I said, it does still, exp- it, it kind of makes it harder to be fully disconnected. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's like, well, I could take as much quote unquote vacation as I want. Right. So like, I'll be here, but I could easily just check my email real quick because it, you know, what could it hurt? Then also... I would say that it had like, I I don't think that makes it. I feel like that makes it more difficult to make the decision to take a legitimate. I'm like fully step away vacation, right? Where um, when you have like a set number of days, it's like you, there, there's no guilt or thought around taking mm-hmm. it. It's like I'm this on is vacation. a company. The company gives you this. They give you these days to use them. That's why they're giving you to them. Yep. So so there's no. So no, I'm not saying people don't get guilted in, in those situations, but you're not really there's you're not really supposed there's no really space to guilt anyone for them because it's like the company gives it to you and this is how many days they give you. I wish they would just give more days. Like why couldn't they give you know the average company probably will give you ten days to start or something mm-hmm. like that. So why can't the, the you know this company give you twenty days to start? You know right. Yeah. I, I I just I, I just. I, sometimes it feels like a scam because I feel like my my partner she has unlimited vacation right but I, I feel like she she admit it requires her to think a lot more about if she's gonna take those days or not right and when when me where it's like I mean I ha- you know they said I can use t- it or I, yeah, lose use it. it or lose it yeah also my my boss 
I feel like I really lucked out this time. I mean, I don't have any, not that I've ever had bosses like scare me out of taking vacation in the past, but my boss now is Italian. Mm -hmm. So he takes. He's encouraging you to take him. He takes. Uh, Come up with a me. <laughs> he takes his vacation time seriously. Mm-hmm. And he, he used to take lunch. I mean, he still does, I imagine. Mm-hmm. But at least in, when we're at work, he took lunch pretty seriously. It was actually, sometimes it was kind of annoying because I was like, ah, I don't know if I always want to eat with a group of people. Right. But, he was, but it was also nice, though, because if he was going to eat in the cafeteria, he always he had, you know, he was Americanized a little bit. Sometimes he'd eat in front of his desk. Mm-hmm. But if he was going to, like, he would, you know, he'd be one of the few people that'd be like, I'm going upstairs. You, you coming like you know mm-hmm. coming with me why not why aren't you coming you're not gonna eat lunch like the mm-hmm. idea of not eating lunch was preposterous to him right like, can't <laughs> do that it's not what right. still is right and, and he's like what? We, does he send you messages hey did you eat lunch <laughs> do you need to zoom so we can eat lunch but together? it's like he's like ah, but and, and and you know and when he would say that to me I, I, in my head, I'm like, he's a hundred percent right like I, mm-hmm. I, I get ex- uh, I get what he's saying and but it's but um you know so I, I I respect that it is sure. I, it is it is a nice a nice spot to be in to have have a European boss because mm. it's like all right at least I know that I'm I don't have to worry about asking for vacation time that's for sure or 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 being pestered during your lunch hour either <laughs> that's you true yeah. well unless you consider back in the day eating lunch with him as being no, pestered no, but no, 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 I don't no. think you do um, yeah let me let me ask you this Jared what countries do you think have the highest average working hours uh, the U S uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're they're top five. Okay. Yeah. China. What do you think are number one and number two? If you could just take a guess. China. No. Mm. Believe it or not, no. China is not actually on this list. At least according to this graph. Uh, Japan. Yep. Korea. Yep. Okay. Japan and South Korea are one and two. Yep. And then number three, actually, believe it a or European? not, European is it European? Number no, three. No. No. Believe it or not, the the number Mexico. three is no is Australia, mate. Australia, mm. but I mean, I, 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 just because they then the UK, just because they have the most amount of vacation, mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're not working. I think there's right. also, I think that's also goes to like, I think these countries um, are sort of just more like their their thought process is more around the fact that like there it's only a benefit to us if we have like properly rested, right? In in you know people with like healthy. I, I, like psychologically healthy mm. people working right. with us. I like there's a benefit to that that is not just oh we care about people because these are still companies, right. but there's an actual um, uh, <laughs> what do you call it when it's a productivity benefit to mm. like when we have the people here, their work that they are working. You know, right? Yeah, and I think it's smart to uh, give people a vacation so they do have that break and can come back refreshed mm-hmm. and ready to work. Um, what's interesting though, Jared, about those countries that we mentioned with the most hours, this is also the, the percentage of people working 50 or more hours per week. So South Korea, uh, 20%, um, I guess of the people they Hmm. pulled in the survey work 50 plus hours, 21.8% in Japan. Um, whereas us, uh, it looked like, uh, 11.4% worked uh, over 50 hours in the people they surveyed. Um, hmm, okay, but either way, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me in terms of Japan and, and South Korea. I know in Japan, I mean, I forget the word, but they have a word for like being worked to death, basically. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, man, uh, that's definitely not the way I'm trying to go out. 
is uh, being worked to death. Uh, yeah, I know. Ooh, I know. That would be, I feel like be rough. I feel like they're um, our generation and and like the millennial generation. No, no, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you call me lazy, Jared. And, and and the generations to follow. I feel like, at least in the U.S., I I, I feel like we are seeing a, a shift in, in in maybe workplace culture mm. in the United States. At least. In what way? In, in um. Uh, perception and like working from home now that obviously has to do with our, That's true. our ability to do it right um but the the idea of taking vacation i don't know i just feel like we're we're becoming a little bit more uh like oh maybe also like a, like what you wear as well i feel mm. like a lot of i think a lot of this has been spurred on by the pandemic okay. because i think one obviously a lot of companies are realizing that working from home is is, is a like your, most of your workforce stays relatively productive. Pro, I said that weird. Productive. Pro, productive under those conditions, mm-hmm. and you're not losing. You know, you're not losing a whole bunch of productivity just because people are home and you, you imagine that they're barely paying attention. Right. And then also, um, I, I just I don't know. I just I, I just feel like I just feel like that um, with with like the. You know, a lot of this, a lot we see like a lot of tech companies being like, "All right, we're just doing work from home forever," right. and um, which gives people a lot more flexibility in general with where they where they where they live and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it, maybe it starts there and then it just trickles down. And and um, and I also think the, with the clothes thing about like you know wearing your khakis and dress shirt and a blazer or whatever you mm-hmm. wear to work, where it's like I feel like some of those walls have definitely been broken down now oh, that we're all sure. at home yep. and and most people are just sitting at their uh, wearing their normal clothes, like a T-shirt, right. or uh, even just like a some standard, you know, flannel button down or something. I mean, this it's is like, yeah. basically what I wear at work every day. T-shirt. Where it's like, who, why are we? Who like? Yeah, I'm presentable. Who are we fooling? Yeah. But who are we fooling? I'm not sitting right. at my desk in khakis and a blazer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Full on tuxedo top uh, yeah. hat. And so, although sometimes we do, and and, for, and at my job, sometimes we get like presentations from like outside companies, mm-hmm. and 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 sometimes they will still be wearing like the blazer. And, and you low. know, you know, they're wearing like sweatpants. <laughs> Below, they're wearing sweatpants or some gym yeah. shorts or something, or yoga pants. It's a woman, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, so sometimes it's, it, I, I feel like we're, those walls are just being broken down a bit. And, and That's um, fair. So yeah, I think you're right about that, Jared. Do you want to move on to this? Oh, clearly you do. Let's move on to this song of the pot of ours. Let's let's do it. We got a. Something a little different uh, for everybody today. We've been going down the rock path for a while, and we decided it was time to change it up. So today our song of the pod is by the uh, uh, German rapper Bushido, featuring, I think it's probably Joka, right? It, Not Joka. Fa- yeah, uh, probably. Theorie und Praxis. Bushido mm-hmm. is a German rap legend. Probably. I mean, That's, he's definitely a famous German rapper, I mean, because sure. as, as we were listening to the song before, I was saying that he was hot when I lived in Germany in middle in 2004, right. I moved right. to Germany. And I mean, this song came out in 2012, so it's been early some oh, yeah. music video. So at least it's he, he's still while. getting millions of views eight years later. Right. So. Right. And this has got like a kind of more classic older school hip hop beat. I feel like, right? Yeah, it's a pretty basic beat, right. and, uh, driven mostly by the the rapping. I would say. Right. Yeah, I would the agree. Beat, the beat doesn't. It's not that there's it's nothing fancy. It's not. It's unintrusive, but right. yeah. But but it's not. It's not. It's unintrusive exactly. Or it's like right. it's not. It's not really the main focus. I feel mm-hmm. like. Right. You can put more focus on the lyrics because yeah. there's not a lot going on. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting song. You know, it talks about like thinking about all these things, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, right. because theory and practice are very different. What you think about and what happens can be very different. 
Yeah, that's how I feel about this whole conversation we had. Right. Because I probably will live my life as a normal workaholic American, right. in spite of me knowing uh, eating just really quick <laughs> at your desk. In spite of me knowing the, that the balance is key right. to a healy lifestyle. I mean, we can always go on an untranslatable vacation somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, if you need to use up your vacation days. I mean, me I was up. telling you that I got a bunch of days that I got to do something with. I got to do right. something with these days, and I can't. I can't let the company win and have. That's them. right. Because right. I feel like I feel like at the end of the well, maybe they don't. Maybe the company mostly wants you to take vacation too. I don't think they're like at the end of the year like they can compile like all the vacation days that weren't taken. Actually, they can't do that because we don't have any formal system that I put them into. Right. But I just wonder if they were if they would look at them and be like, "Yes, look at look at all right. these all this money, yeah, all, we've, <laughs> right. all these fools not taking their vacation." Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's definitely an interesting song. Theory uh, and Praxis. That beard is uh, kind of disturbingly sculpted. Yeah, I mean, it's a little th- too too. Those perfect. those those barbers over there though in Germany, <laughs> they know what they're doing. Trust me. Yeah, that um, that's definitely. I imagine that involves a, 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 a like a, a a razor. A straight yeah straight, straight razor, razor. Thank for you for sure. Oh yeah, you can't you do li- that with a yeah. You get lined up like, like a that clippers. with a straight razor. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, just the way it's curved. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're watching the music videos. We talk about this. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a good one. I mean, it's an old school kind of kind of has that more old school vibe. The definitely music, can bump in the car. The music video does. Yeah, it's great. Like car hip hop. Right. The music video doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> like, what is it means? Right. What are they trying to solve some sort of crime? Right. In the as, beginning, yeah, it starts with this interrogation. As they're like in like a lair. It looks like in like this old school living room or mansion, kind of with a not marble a, like a study table playing right chess. chess yeah. yeah, as these two detectives are can't solve or just stuck on right. this case. They're I don't pining on this case. I really understand Major what this video deal. has yeah. to do with <laughs> the idea of theory versus practice. Right. Well, yeah, I like the song though, I, and I like it is a good one. I, I like I like just like the you know some old school hip hop hip hop. You know what I mean? I oh, for sure. I was listening. You said you heard me listening to music on the way mm-hmm. here. I was listening to Black Thought. Oh, nice. So okay. uh, he he's definitely just some old school hip hop hip hop. So nice. I you know I'm, I was maybe I was in the mood for it. There we go. Yeah, lately I've been in that uh, Ning and Isu kick. I've been listening <laughs> yeah. to all sorts of their catalog <laughs> after we did that song on the pod like four or five episodes ago. Yeah, I think um, it was way less episodes ago. Than yeah, that, but yeah, probably. I think but it was yeah. two episodes ago. But anyways, check out uh, Theorie und Praxis uh, by Bushido yeah, featuring yeah. Um, Joker. I think Joker. it's Joker. Yeah. I think so. Uh, so check that out. It's definitely a good one. Um, yeah. So some some takeaways today, Jared, for uh, work culture. I think in the U.S., another big thing in the U.S. That, that I forgot to mention was time. I think like coming to meetings on time is kind of a big deal in the U.S. Yes. Whereas other cultures, it's not as time isn't as strict of a fixed. Well, I told you about when I was in, and this is not the workplace, but I imagine it's a, the culture is not that different. I was, um, yeah, I'd, I was part of this group where we traveled to France and we did a project with some mm-hmm. students in France. Subdeventi, and we were doing these classes all day, and so we had like a, a breaks at points during the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, us Americans would we'll be looking at the clock. The clock. We guys like, all right, break in. ends at about two thirty. It's a. Uh 229 and we're all starting to head back in and it's literally that thing where we start to walk in and look back and the french people are lighting up Pierre. a new cigarette right <laughs> at 229 right. and we're like uh, 
I don't know if he could smoke that that fast. Right. <laughs> and, then, and, and then you no. see like the professor out there with him having a <laughs> talking. Right. Right. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay, I think, I think we're fine. Right. And, yeah, we are very, in Germany too, very punctual. Yep. Yep. They're, uh, I mean, they're probably more punctual than us in the U.S. Probably. I think in, 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 I think in the U.S. But it's a different kind of punctual. Yeah. I feel like Germans don't get to places 15, 20 minutes early like America, some of them. Well, that doesn't do. really happen in like a corporate setting, though. Like, right. that's not really realistic in like right. a meeting setting. Uh, that's fair. People that's have multiple fair. meetings, you know. Right. And, and so I don't think that really happens in the office. But yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Mm. There's, there's definitely that. Um, you know, like in the U.S., I'm, um, I always get to like interviews like 30 minutes early, then sit mm-hmm. in the car and, and, and like walk All inside over. like right. two minutes, you know, like two right. minutes. Well, there's also the thing where it's like there's no benefit to the people to showing up extremely early anyway. Right. Because it's right. like just throws that's off just, their game. That's just uh, like disrespectful to their schedule. You're like, oh, you think I was just waiting for you right. all day? <laughs> I mean, you weren't just waiting for <laughs> just me? Just sitting here waiting right. for you to show right. up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, time's a big one. Um, yes. I do think we work too much in the States, as in we, we don't keep a good division, especially now with working from home. We don't, um, yes. We're very bad at keeping that work-life division. I we feel like France does a good job with yeah. keeping that division more so. And Germany isn't too bad either, really. Yeah. I think we don't respect the the meal. That's yep. something that, that yep. I, I that Chowing really down at our desk. a lot. Yeah. I mean, I eat a lot right there, right in front of us. Uh, I told you, for the second time, I've spilled something on another computer. Right. You think I'd learn. Right. No. Nope. <laughs> It'll happen again. You heard it here. It'll happen again. Yeah. I, that's It'll why, definitely happen again. Right. That's why I, I when I eat here, I move anything tech-related. Re- tech so if yeah. I were to spill anything, yeah, there's no, no spillage. But... That just goes to show you, yeah, we eat at our desks way I too much. I actually blame Tropical Smoothie on that one because I got <laughs> I got a smoothie delivered and they didn't deliver it they with a straw. It. Uh, what? So I, yeah. Oh, you uncapped it. So I uncapped it and I was drinking okay. it and then I knocked it over. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Sounds like we need to sue <laughs> sue Tropical Smoothie Listen, Cafe. <laughs> I, I, I literally cannot break another work computer. Like right. I just broke one, and like I can't bring come back two months later. Your IT guys are gonna be like this guy, <laughs> this guy. Of course, okay, yep, of course. You yeah, I literally cannot afford uh, to break another work computer. Right. <laughs> you just, you, why have they not invented a computer that's waterproof yet? I'm sure we have the technology. Well, I will say, uh, I was not really concerned about my computer. I was concerned about my keyboard, keyboard which was on right. top of my computer, because I was. Right. it was this laptop, and it was mm-hmm. closed. And I really wasn't, con- like, and, it, and so it just, ooh, I speaking of which, my battery's about to die. So this is, the charger actually doesn't work that great. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, so great. I actually wasn't that concerned. You can finish the episode, though. Okay. Um, but yeah, so so let's see, some other takeaways. Uh, like you said, yeah, the meal thing is definitely a big one in the States. Um, some places I would say um, attire for work, like specific clothing, it can be a big deal. Um, but yeah, I think overall it's it's really fascinating the different work cultures there are around the what, world. What was uh-huh. the uh, general uh, uh, clothing culture in in China? Like what was the what were the expectations? Business of cash. Wear? Well, well, it depends on the, the industry. You're, you're also in, in school. You're yeah. in school. Where Business it's casual, where I was, but I think other businesses is probably suits. So you would you would dress up more than this. I yeah, imagine. I wouldn't wear like jeans. a proper. I wouldn't wear jeans, and I'd, yeah, I'd wear a nicer button down than a okay, flannel. Okay. Although I love my flannels, no disrespect to the flannel fam. Yeah, that that's yeah. actually most of the places I worked. It's kind of that level. Although mm. the last the excuse me the place I work at now. Um, 
they uh i think it, it made me step up my my game a little bit okay like i like i never really cared that much about, or thought that much about wearing a blazer to work okay that's definitely more my cycle now like they, mm-hmm. they definitely dress a little nicer you know right i wore blazers a couple times here and there when i teach mm-hmm. Same, yeah similar kind of thing i guess but yeah, yeah. i mean it's not it would not like it would have been weird at my other jobs to right. wear one but it's just like it's just i just noticed it was like they were just a little step more formal right. than uh than the p- past places i worked at right and actually the past speaking of that uh, i was talking about how there's i think there's a move towards like a more casual workplace mm-hmm. at my last job they uh, um at, at some point they about halfway meet through me being there they just gave up on the um on the uh on like the business Dress casual code. thing oh really at some point they 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 started or like maybe early on when i was there doing where on like they would do like a casual friday okay but then they just said casual every day but then they're just like you can wear jeans every day right eventually did you rock some jorts in the office i never wore jeans maybe once or twice i wore jeans okay. but i did definitely fully switch over to sambas and uh converse being uh, nice. business appropriate shoes nice. <laughs> i'm really bummed you didn't wear any jorts jared no jorts Some solid jorts okay yeah i mean um i'm trying to think i mean i wore i wore jeans when i was teaching in the czech republic actually usually button down and, mm-hmm. and darker darker jeans but i usually wore jeans there um yeah you know, I, but, that I, was high but I, I would say in at least in general in the u.s well i don't know i feel like there i, I feel like some of the formality it, some it's of it changing makes sense it's definitely changing some of it kind of seems sort of foolish to me it's like who right. are we fooling you we're all just sitting behind like why are we all why are we dressing up kind of uncomfortably to just sit at a desk for the most part you know? right yeah it doesn't really make sense does right it? yeah. <laughs> it's like what it did you want us to be as comfortable as possible if we're gonna be sitting here for eight nine ten hours a day right i, I would say so comfort is key when mm-hmm. you're working from home as, yeah and or in I, person too and i don't think it affects your work at all you know if it doesn't affect your actual <laughs> right. work yeah then who cares you know right um, like yeah I'm, I'm not coming in in a tank right. and uh some short well, speak for yourself short Jared. shorts Speak for yourself once again. Speak for yourself. You know, I, I Some to, Daisy Dukes. Right. I, I like to wear the the bodybuilder. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, really well, thin. Yeah. Uh, stringer. <laughs> you know, stringer. Uh, and tanks. the shorts too. Yeah, the real short shorts. You know, flamboyant colors. The so like 90s NBA style. shorts. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh my gosh. So yeah. All right. Worker worker mentality. That's for sure. Well, let us know at untranslatablepodcast at gmail what the work mentality is like uh, wherever you live. Uh, we'd be curious to hear. You can find us on Instagram on Translatable Podcast. You can check out some uh, pics, clips, all sorts of good stuff. Also, check us out on Twitter on Translatable One, the number one. And you can slide into Jared's DMs. Uh, he always likes a good DM slide. So uh, we'd appreciate that. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Diakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. And don't work too hard. Gotta find that balance, Jerry. The balance, as the French would say. So I think this charger would probably work better.